This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is the Hammer Down Racing Report, and now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for Thursday, March 23rd. I, for some reason, I was thinking June. I don't know why. I, June? I, yeah. We, something We've been racing for a June. couple months already. I don't know. Coming at you from the uh, John Young Racing, Racing for First Responders, Dave Kemmer Studio. Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, and joining us in the middle, Mr. Jimmy McCune. We'll be talking to him just oh, a little bit. he is in the middle. He is. He's right there in the middle, see? What the overhead camera's for. Oh, wow. We got some use. So uh, we'll be speaking to him, get an update on his uh, recovery with the, the burns to his feet and a uh, new business endeavor. Which had to do equipment. with the burns on his feet. <laughs> And uh, we'll find out what his plans are for racing this year. You do have plans, right? Uh, yeah, eventually. I'm not sure he does. <laughs> oh, well, we'll find oh, out. He's heading in so many different directions. So true. we'll cover that. We'll give away some uh, Big D's pizza. And uh, we got a lot of news to cover as well. Um, I think I covered everything. Oh, yeah, we're coming at you live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Forgot that part. Make sure to contact Freeze Frame Photos for all your racing photo needs from Action Shots to Victory Lane. They have custom kids' cups, 20-ounce tumblers, water bottles, anything uh, you might need. Uh, get ready for the 2023 race season, which uh, was supposed to start last weekend at Attica around here. And, Didn't. And we're going to have to wait another week again because uh, this weekend got uh, postponed as well. Ryan Weekman keeps... Messing us up. Now, he doesn't want to do the uh, the weekend weather pit stop forecast because because he wasn't going to didn't want to be blamed for it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but anyways, uh, give uh, Charlie a call four one nine four seven six nine nine seven eight freeze frame photo special moments frozen in time. Which reminds me, we'll make that little guy go there. It's got phone numbers down there of all our sponsors, including Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meet to race. OakshadeRaceway.com now has. Um, apparently I, I confused people when I started posting some of the, uh, events for the 2023 season. And, and we can blame it all on you, right? You can blame me. Fine. But, uh, there's like, there's only like eight events. What do you mean? Only 12 shows. Cause I only what put the up heck's 12 going shows. On? That was, no, it, they're, they're still working on some other things, but, uh, I did put the full schedule up. So I filled in all the blanks with the uh, full shows of, uh, late model sportsmen, dominator, super stocks and compacts. Uh, so that those changes don't, may be freak forthcoming. Out. There are some things in the works, yes. And Pretty I, exciting things. I talked to both parties involved on Saturday morning. I haven't heard back, though, as to whether they correct. Really? They connected directly, but I'm hoping they do because uh, Party A was very receptive to the idea. Really? That Party B had. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. That's all I'll say about that. Um, so yeah, but I think uh, I know where that's headed. So yeah, <laughs> I don't, it doesn't really involve you though. No, directly, but, but uh, you build some of the vehicles that, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so a uh, season opener at Oak Jade is coming up Saturday, April 29th. Big and, D's. And it might. Big D's. Uh, you're going to drive? Huh? 
we're gonna have, we're gonna have to talk later. Big D's Pizza and Clyde, give them a call 419-547-1444. Order online uh, at orderbigdspizza.com. Check out the new country fried steak with bacon sandwich. That was the new sandwich uh, that I meant to country fried steak with bacon. Bacon. Six ninety nine. What could be wrong with that? I'm sure my heart doctor would love that. They have they have everything there, everything. Uh, big D's uh, in Clyde, big on taste, not on price. Also have to mention DCR Graphics. Uh, look, check this out. Oh, well, here, let's uh, need to change the camera here. Uh, and this is a show, if you were listening to us on the podcast, you may want to uh, check out the video portion of it because we do have uh, some photos we're going to be showing a little bit later, which uh, you may or may not want to see. But yeah. <laughs> uh, back to uh, DCR Graphics, uh, check this out. The, uh it's got the hammer down. It's a late model. Pretty cool. It's got like my car. On Turn one that side. thing around. It's got uh, Ron's car on that there side. There we go. And, uh, and the hammer down uh, racing report logo on top. And of course, the uh, DCR graphics logo on the back. So, uh, thanks. Isn't to, there uh, supposed to be a Dale number Cole on Jr. The roof? for that? Well, probably, but uh, I don't know he could fit the 8 and the 35 on the roof, or we'd be 835 or 358. I thought you were bad at math. You just that wasn't math. Amazed, that was that was just Scott. putting numbers. That was con- concoctinating, concatenating. What's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> concocting. Whatever. Okay. So uh, thanks to DCR our, graphics. Our producer over in the corner. <laughs> Talk more about that later. Ryan Miller Race Cars and Headhunters Barber Studio and Salon in uh, Perrysburg. Um, did have uh, a little bit of action from last weekend, sort of uh, to get to would be this guy racing roundup so attica was supposed to kick things off last week and we talked to brian this guy uh about uh, attica's race season last week on the show and uh they had already canceled last weekend right and things were optimistic they had a post they earlier were. this week saying that uh, things might be happening and then i believe it was yesterday they pulled the plug on it due to uh totally well, saturated grounds yeah, mother nature's not playing nice it's it's one of those years. Sometimes we get good weather early, yeah. and a lot of times we don't. This would be one of those a lot of times we don't scenarios. So they're going to try again next weekend to kick off race season here in uh, northwest Ohio, which will still be March. Looks like the Attica Raceway folks are going to be having a lot of hot dogs and hamburgs for the next couple of weeks. Possibly. Maybe they'll have a good deal next week. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Week-old hot dogs, kind of like day-old bread. There you go. Uh, Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series also rained out at Atomic and Brownstown last weekend, uh, as well as the World of Outlaw Case Construction Late Model Series. Uh, we're supposed to race at Smoky Mountain and Boyd's. That also rained out. There was a little bit of racing, though. The World of Outlaw NASA Energy Drink Sprint Cars uh, did get some action in at Williams Grove. Uh, and that was a or cool not race. Not at Williams Grove. Williams Grove got rained out Saturday night, but they did race on – wait – Williams Grove got rained out Friday night. They did race Saturday night. That's right. Lincoln Speedway and uh, Rico Abreu. That was a fun race to watch. Too. I was uh, I was on the phone with Barry Marlowe from Great Lakes Super Sprints. As a oh. matter of fact, during that race, I was kind of watching it, but uh, I was mostly paying attention to him. But uh, yeah, it looked like a pretty good race. Yeah. You think you could beat those guys? Probably not. Probably no. <laughs> Going to pass on racing with those guys for a while. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so Rico Abreu, he picked up the win there, and uh, Carson Macedo finished fourth, which clinched the Lowy Insulation Spring Showdown Mini Series Championship for him. And I believe he didn't even win any of those races 
um, just consistently finishing near the top. So congratulations to him. NASCAR action. Uh, Saturday, it was uh, Christian Eckes uh, picking up his first NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series win at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Uh, Saturday afternoon or evening later, Austin Hill picked up his third win of the season, the Raptor 250 at Atlanta. And then uh, Cup Series action on Sunday was Joey Logano picking up the win in the Ambetter Health 400. So, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the Xfinity race because there is an interesting... Moment that took place in that. So I'll tell you but, what I was impressed with the Cup race after watching, and I did. I watched the truck race and the Xfinity race, and they were crash fests, and uh, it was crazy. And I wasn't expecting much out of the Cup race, and other than one incident that was just a, a failure that caused a wreck, um, it was a good race. Okay. It wasn't caution. It wasn't a caution fest the way the other two were. Okay, that's fair. Is it going to be a caution fest this weekend when they hit the road course? Could be. They're going to. This is going to be the first time for the choose cone on on a road course. So it's going to be that? interesting right. to see how that works out. That um... <laughs> you're shaking your head. <laughs> what do you think of choose? What if uh, if they had choose cones uh, for your for your races? We ran that, um, was it, not last year, of course, but uh, the year before we went out to uh, Idaho for uh, that race out of Meridian, the Pink Lady Classic, and that was the first time that I'd ever seen that in use, especially with a sprint car. So, I, I mean, on one hand, sometimes it'll benefit you and sometimes it'll bite you. So, but, I mean, I don't know. I'm just used to good old-fashioned sprint car race, and, you, just, you know, if you're fourth, you you know where you're at. You're outside the, the second with row. With the sprint cars – Traditionally, they had been single file on restarts, and I've been seeing a lot of the traveling series now going with double file on the restarts. Yeah, we went double file um, with Musty Racing um, one to two years ago. Yeah. I think it was two years ago. Um, I enjoy it. I mean, I always like a good restart, so especially when they double us up, but um, it just benefits us sometimes. Okay. Is it uh, more stressful having to choose which line you're going to get in? Yeah, especially if you're way back in the pack. And when I was at that Pink Lady Classic, I was running about I don't even know 14th or 15th, and I'm like, and you got no, you have no idea. I are mean, you I, are you trying to look ahead to see? Yeah, you can, but that was the first time I'd ever really seen it, and I was like, what what the hell's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, uh, left. <laughs> you had no idea what was going on. Did it work out for you? I don't even remember. I know it oh. didn't because I ended up in a wreck and yeah, got tore up and climbed out of the car. And then they had a rule where you couldn't climb out of the car and you're DNF. And oh, that's great. I didn't know a lot of the rules out there, so it was uh, it was a great trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to get out of the car. You never know if it's on fire. Uh, speaking yeah. of yeah. which, uh, let's uh, kind of recount what happened um, back. In, was it August of last year that happened? June, uh, July twenty third. July twenty. Okay. Back Gee, in July, remembers the for, day for uh, no, probably never forget that one. <laughs> for for yeah, today's the twenty third. I'm not going to do the math to figure out how many months ago that was, but uh, <laughs> okay, I might know that one. <laughs> uh, give it, give us a, a for, for some of our listeners that may not have been familiar with what happened to you. Kind of what happened, what uh, what you what did you have to go through after that uh, to get to where you are now and where exactly are you now? And and what caused the fire? Yeah. Uh, where I'm Story at right time. Now. Yeah, I mean, where I'm at right now is your loft here on this radio show. <laughs> but uh, no, so um, we 
you know, again, we had decided to go dirt racing with a friend of mine out of uh, Benio Ohio, Doug Stahls, and it was uh, our third night out, and um, I just got in my mind that I was going to go out there and, you know, put some really good fast laps together as, you know, as, as best of my ability at that moment, you know, because I was still pretty fresh on the dirt. Um, at Butler. We, yeah, and we just went out for that little practice qualifying run. You get three laps, and I just put it on a mat and, you know, did a little lift and went down on the next corner, did a little lift. And I was like, all right, was that was cold on my leg. You know, was that fuel? I just couldn't tell, you know, and I was too really worried about, you know, making a fast lap and, you know, getting a good qualifying run and the car felt good. I felt good and went down straight away, dumped it in the next corner, gave it a little burp. And I was like, I think that's fuel. And by about that point, I'd already had a lap worth of fuel sprayed all over me. And at that point, the fuel line was right next to my left leg. And unbeknownst to me about how bad the fuel leak was, yeah, I was already soaked from the knees down. And, and then uh, I, I shut it down, not off, but I, I wowed it down and, you know, kind of limped across the start-finish line and was going to climb up the hill to come out of turn uh, turn one there to go to the pits and, you know, fix it like normal. Done this a few times over my career. Won't do it again. Um, as soon as I went up that hill, it was the fuel that was inside the cockpit just kind of went out to the left header, and it was just instant. Yeah. I just knew it right away. Well, like, it hit the fuel hit the headers. I was probably. So. Yeah. You I mean, it was probably, you know, bellowing out a little bit of flame, you know, just an alcohol motor. And, sure. you know, just, you know, you're off the gas and you were just wide open for two laps. And, yeah. and I was coming down off of that. And I went up the hill and I got about halfway up the hill and I'm like, oh, crap, I'm on fire. <laughs> I just knew it. You know, I knew I just could felt I felt that it wasn't headers. You know, it wasn't just making me warm because of that. And I was like, I'm on fire. And. You know, I'm only halfway up that hill at that point, and it felt like that hill was Mount Everest. And, you know, I crested the hill and jumped out, and, you know, full panic mode and didn't get steering wheel off quite quick enough. Had to plop back down the seat, yank that belt, you know, yank that off, tossed it, and got out of the race car. Um, and, unfortunately, the seat that I had in there and the way the, uh, the sissy bars and the outlaw bars on that car were just made it a little bit even tougher for me to get out. So we've changed all that stuff. Um and got the car rebuilt, but uh, yeah, it just, uh, I got out, I looked down, and I could see through my helmet that my legs were on fire, and you know, stop, drop, and roll, but that was just rocks. What kind and, of fuel were you running? Um, it was alcohol. But, yeah. So, isn't that hard to see the fire then? Yeah, I couldn't see it until I got out of the car, and I could actually see my legs, my, my suit was actually on fire, so that was the only time I really knew I was, but gotcha. I knew I was. So Most of the stock cars and late models that run alcohol have a little upper cylinder lube in it. Uh, sprint cars tend to run just pure methanol, which is really clear. You, you can't see the flames, okay. but you can feel them. So, I mean, yeah. did uh, the track officials know what was going on at that point? Uh, no, really, nobody really knew what the hell was going on. I, I just jumped out, and, you know, I kind of went where I thought I was going to be, you know, safe and get to someone that could help me in. You know, at that point, I'm I'm looking around. I dropped down to the ground, rolled around on you know like an idiot trying to do that, and that wasn't working at all because I was you know I was just literally soaked. So there, I'm just you know stripping, trying to get my stuff off, and I got everything down to my ankles, and I just could not get my shoes off. I couldn't get my boots off. That was the problem. And then there was nobody there. There was one guy who was trying to help me, and he realized what was going on. Um, but I'm just screaming at him to yank my shoes off, and I didn't care how they came off, just get them off. But they couldn't do it, so. Um, Finally, at some point, finally, some dude was actually going to the car to put the car out, and uh, I smacked him on his legs when he was going by, and I just started pointing at my feet, you know, and he hit me with the fire extinguisher, and 
you know, finally got the, the flames out and then I could finally get my shoes off and stuff. So now did the fire extinguisher do any damage? No, you don't it didn't do any damage to me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the fire did that, but the car really didn't have anything wrong with it. I mean, it had a little singed here, a little bit there. Um, got my seat cushion under my butt. Um, got my steering wheel pad, you know, I mean, just, I mean, honestly, I could have put some new fuel lines on it and somebody could have ran it, you know, now, <laughs> there's really nothing wrong. What, what caused the fuel leak? Um, just a, a faulty fuel line. Um, it was, it's not really a push lock hose, but it was, um, it was reusable fitting. Um, but it was rubber hose and there was a few lines on the car when I got it and it was already plumbed with those three lines. And I finished the lines off from the bypasses back, put new push lock stuff on it, new fittings and, and finished off the, you know, normal plumbing scenario that we would have. And, and we went to Fremont, ran it that half a night there, went to Butler, ran it full night. And, you know, the third time out is when it got me. And it just it just burst. Now, is that type of line common in a sprint car? Um, the push lock stuff is, um, but not so much anymore. Um, you know, I mean, there's still got a lot of guys that do run the push lock stuff. But, you know, we're a lot of guys have gotten away from that and doing more crimp high end, uh, you know, Kevlar. And, and that's what you're running in all of your cars now? Yes. Yeah, we've teamed up with uh, Goodrich um, out of North Carolina. It's a U.K. company. Um, they build some really nice hose and uh, fittings, and we've teamed up with them. And uh, I've got a crimp machine now, and we're going to start building hose, not only for myself, but for anyone else that wants just to upgrade what they have in their race car, no matter what race car it is. Now, is that under the umbrella of, of Bulldog? or? Yeah, it's underneath the, the Bulldog Safety and Performance. We just kind of recently just put out, I think over the weekend, that uh, we've teamed up with Goodrich and and uh, we're just trying to get all that product in and get all the tooling and stuff in place. Talk about so. the safety equipment and what you've learned about that. Yeah, <laughs> I've learned a lot. We had a lot of time, a lot of downtime to sit and think about things. and Like eight and months. Yeah, um, fire extinguishers, you know, we, uh, we teamed up with SBA Technique out of Indianapolis, um, another UK company, which is, they're great guys. Um, they have a, a really great fire suppression system that we are selling now. Um, and we've had a lot of guys jump on board and. No, I know the dirt late model guys run a 10 pound, uh, automatic system mm -hmm. with an override. Um, what about, what do the sprint cars use? Yeah, we're running the same system. Um, it's a two nozzle, five pound system, um, SFI rated. So, I mean, it, it's what the outlaws would run if you if you run them with the outlaws. Automatic discharge? Or yes, it's, or got the, it's got a 175-degree bulb um, for the auto discharge, um, and then it's got a manual pull if okay. if needed. An override, so, okay. Yep, and we sell them for just about everything from, you know, from a sprint car to a road race car to a, you know, late model. So if you needed a 10-pound system for your dirt anything late model. You need. Yep. And one thing I like about what? this one is, is this is out of all the ones that are out for the sprint car right now, this is the only foam system. So it's a liquid foam. Everything else is a gas. And for me, you know, with my situation, how I got burnt, you know, I was soaked and a gas is just going to dissipate much quicker than what the foam would if it sprayed on me. You know, so I've got a nozzle coming out down, you know, my lower regions, my feet, and then I've got one that comes right out, you know, right at the chest area. So when you're thinking this is the safest system available. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. So what do you, what do you think uh, if you had the system at Butler that day, how do you, do you think your injuries would be different? Would you have you even gotten burned? 
Um, that's a tough one, you know. Who knows? Yeah. I don't have a crystal ball on that <laughs> one. Um, but to say it would have helped, yes, for for sure, definitely. Um, I mean, no matter what, that ball was going to burst, or I would have pulled it, one of the two, and it would have sprayed me. So to say that, you know, I wasn't going to get burned, I can't tell you that. But I can definitely tell you it would have been nowhere near as bad as what I had. Okay. And that would have been great. So <laughs> – Speaking of, uh, I, I want to talk more about the uh, the bulldog uh, safety and performance uh, stuff. But uh, let's go back to your feet because uh, you brought some pictures. Uh, you, you is it okay to share these now? Yeah, you can share them. Okay. I mean, I've put most of the stuff on Facebook and just kind of kept people abreast of you know what's going on and the journey. And yeah, it was a a tough deal. But you know, All right, before- I looked at it as a lot of people always wonder. You know, you sit home and you wonder like, how's that guy doing? What what happened to him? You know, all that stuff. I went Facebook Live, told everybody what happened when it happened. I'm sitting in the ambulance in the back of that thing waiting for the other ambulance to get there. And yeah. and I was just like, man, I know this is going to go around pretty quick, so let me just, you know, head it off and say this is what happened. Let everybody right. know I'm alive. Exactly. So if you, ha- if you have a weak stomach, this is your warning to look if away. If I remember right, that initial video, had had you been administered some pain drugs or something? No. Okay. Unfortunately, you, no. That was that was pure <laughs> adrenaline, man. I sat at that racetrack for forty five minutes waiting for another bus to come get me, and they wow. couldn't do. I, they didn't even give me a, an aspirin. They couldn't do anything for me. Wow. That was the that was the agony part of the whole situation was is just not proper things in place. Right. So hopefully we've rectified that at that track. No, I don't think I have these in any kind of order. So. So if you go down to the bottom one, that would be day one. Hour one. Yep. That one there? Yep. Kind of in the middle there. Yeah, I think that was when they finally got me to the hospital, and then they unwrapped me and was like, oh, all right, this is what we got going on here. Okay. And then that was after the graphs when I finally got home, and uh, you can see that some of the graphs, you know, turned pink, and they had uh, adhered, if you will, and uh, did everything that they were supposed to do. So that was the way it was supposed to look, right? That's there. the way it was supposed to okay. look. Well, at least the pink ones. <laughs> the yellow area is not so good. Okay. But that was the worst one. That was the foot that uh, that took a long time, and then that graft, when it when it took on my ankle on the inside there, it actually pulled my foot to the inside. So it was once I was able to walk and stuff, it was very difficult Awkward. and extremely painful to walk for quite a while just because you had to stretch those tendons again. Yeah. I mean, it was actually stuck to the inside. It just right. wouldn't, it didn't want to move. It still doesn't. I mean, we've, I'm about, that's an important foot too. Yeah, but it goes that's down. The, that's the, okay. It just doesn't kick to the right. It goes, he, he said it goes up and down really well. All right. What's uh what are we looking at here? Is this a, um, a just, better? uh, just a progress through the, uh, the, uh, the mending area it was, Either have another graft, which I did not want. Um, that was actually probably more painful than the, the feet. Um, so we just let it heal. Your uh, your skin or donor skin? No, no, my skin. Ah. I didn't send that photo, but it was ugly. Ooh. Yeah, it was from my basically my knee to my groin and about three quarters of the way around. So it's just it's still just oh. beet red. Yeah. And is this uh, the most recent then? Yeah, that's. You know, pretty much closed up, healed up. Um, you know, just working with trying to get everything to stretch and move right, the right way. It, it looks like everything's the same color now. Yes, which they're really weird. I mean, they go through days where they look great, and then there's days where they look like, holy crap, you know? Like earlier, I had had my shoes and socks off, and they were just purple and 
crazy looking and yeah, just depends on the day. It depends on the mood and depends on how I, how they feel. So I mean, how on an average day, I mean, are you still in a lot of pain or is it just awkward? I mean, how, how much, how far, how much more road do you have uh, to go? Oh boy. I would say to not feel the way I do, maybe another six months to a year. Oh, okay. I'm guessing. I mean, they told me it was going to be a year before I felt right, and we're at eight months right now, so I'm going to guess another six months or so. Just by the way everything has progressed over the last two or three months, I mean, I walk great now. Um, I mean, I have good days and bad days, you know, just, just days they hurt and sometimes they don't. So, um, but, yeah, i just working on trying to get my toes to work. That's the biggest thing because when I got grafted, it pulled my toes upwards. So my toes don't touch the ground. So it's like, you know, when I'm forward walking, it's just the, the, the ball of your foot is the only thing that's touching and then that pad. So it's, it was just weird getting used to that balance. And, and an onboard fire system could have prevented that. Or yes. at least helped. Yeah. He doesn't have the crystal ball, remember? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it would have definitely helped. And, so I, and it, is on the, it is on the car now. And it will be on all of our cars. Have you been cleared to race yet or... I don't know. So they my didn't, mom they didn't tell me like, couldn't. <laughs> I, I guess, yeah. yeah, that's the better question. Did they tell you you can't race? If you wanted to jump in a car right now, race car, and go racing, is there? Well, the dirt car's done. I'm just okay. kind of waiting for the weather just like everybody else with Attica. <laughs> so, no, there's a, there's a racetrack that we want to go to, um, Wayne County. I think that's kind of where I've I've looked at uh, running off to next month. You know, they start in the 1st of April. So I think they're – Opening practice night is supposed to be this Saturday or this Saturday afternoon, but I don't think that's going to happen. So the weather's just not going to be friendly. Right, um, we'll talk about your your race uh, your racing schedule or plans at least yeah. for this year. Uh, but let's uh, let's talk about this the Bulldog uh, safety and performance. Uh, how how did that come about, and, and what exactly is it other than the fire suppression systems? Yeah, so basically it just kind of come about because of what happened to me, and and I had a couple of people you know, approached me and said, you know, you should be an advocate for this. And, you know, I thought about it and I was like, do I really want to get involved? But, you know, at the end of the day, it was like every time somebody got burnt or last season was rough, man. It was just every, every time we turned around, somebody was getting, you know, unfortunately burnt the kid out in California, the kid in Pennsylvania. Luckily he was okay. The kid in California, they had some issues, but I reached out to everyone when it happened and said, Hey, you know, if you need anything, I'm here for you. Um, you got any questions? And, um, the kid from California, his mom had messaged back and said they were having some problems with some bandages and what is your thoughts? And I told them what to do and they were like, oh my God. And You know, it was just, you know, little things like that. And I was like, all right, so I can help this way. What else can I do? And then uh, a friend of mine approached me about um, the SPA um, fire extinguisher system and it just felt like a, a natural progression. I talked to them at PRI and we just instantly just uh, made the plans and here we are. So you turned a really bad day into something that, that should be positive. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's positivity that's going to hopefully help the next driver. You know, I mean, it was. And who knows? It could help you again. Yeah. I know you've upgraded. Your, <laughs> I know you've upgraded the, the lines in your car and everything, but. Um, Stuff happens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just it just does. It's, it's what we've chosen. Yeah. So the, the Bulldog Safety and Performance came along. Um we just kind of sat back and all right, I got to come up with something, come up with a name. And, you know, we were trying to figure out, you know, and that's what... been, that's been your racing nickname for a lot of years. Exactly. So, and we, we wrapped in the performance and the safety all into one bubble. Um, you know, we're, 
we're doing the safety products with uh, NextGen and uh, Sparco. You know, just companies that I've dealt with over my career have treated me really well. So, you know, I'm just trying to give back to them as much as they've given to me. And, you know, if we can sell some of their products and help some guys out, that's what we're going to do. Chance says uh, those pictures are the worst OnlyFans ever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so what uh, what other uh, safety equipment uh, does a Bulldog sell or, or do you yeah so you like i said it? we're we're with sparco um we're selling their products we've got next gen for head and neck restraints um shroff belts we kind of put together a little thing that i seen on some belts that they had that i was really impressed with are these um, are these any good they're they're rjs seat belts but i'm dealing with the shrouds so um <laughs> the only the only thing the only difference is um we're doing the two inch ratchet uh belt which is a two inch lap belt instead of the three inch wide a little bit more comfortable, especially if you have a little belly and stuff, you know, kind of gets around that area a little bit better. But the ratchet belts in a sprint car are just, uh, I, I wouldn't run without them anymore. And the one thing I like, I like about this belt is it's two-inch shoulders, two-inch lap, and then it's got an adjustable sub-belt. So it pulls just like your your uh, shoulder harnesses, but you got the sub-belt, your crotch belt, that you can pull and adjust like that instead of being For the people that aren't bit. familiar, what what is the ratchet? Um. Yeah, I mean, it's a, you put a little quarter drive ratchet on the side of your seatbelts, and you could just use the ratchet and tighten yourself and up it's, instead it's, of having to pull. It's used for just the, just the lap belt. Yes, yeah, just the lap belt. So it's a it's a great belt. I mean, I had a a deal um, a couple years ago at the little five hundred, and I had uh, used the restroom during a red flag, and I had jumped out of the car, and then I'd seen guys do it before, and I was like, well, you know, I started to get out, and they were like, dude, yeah screaming at me you know get back in the car back in the car well at that point i didn't have a ratchet belt in there so i had to get back in and try to pull the belts myself and dude you got another 480 laps you know we were only you know only a few laps into the race when the red came out and uh, i'd actually go in and make a pit stop and lose a whole bunch of positions just to tighten my stinking belts when i could have done it myself if i had that belt so you know at the end of the day it's a plus and i can make myself as tight as i want Speaking of belts, uh, did you watch the Chili Bowl Nationals this year? Yes. Didn't see that kid that flew yes. out, and I, they they speculate they don't know for sure, but they think uh, the sprint cars uh, they have uh, what are they the the little tas the little tag on arm the, restraints you're talking yeah, about arm restraints for the arm well yeah. the little thing on the fire suit for the arm restraints yeah it hangs but, off your but he didn't have arm. the arm restraints and they think when he was flipping that that little tab got into his uh, buckle and may have unlatched that I'm not betting on. You know, okay. No. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I've been around what, this my whole life. What's As your a opinion on it? Open wheel guy. What's your thought? What are what are your thoughts on it? And what I've screwed th- up. How could it have been prevented? I've screwed up and missed a belt. I missed a shoulder harness one night at IRP, and I had to pull into pits and, and get it done. And they sent me to the tail for it. And I was supposed to start out side front row on a TV night, and it was we had a really fast race car, and they ended up making a, a it was called the McCune rule there for a little while that USAC had because of the belt, and they sent me to the tail, and I was like, dude, this is just safety, man. But at the end of the day. I think, you know, you get that last little snap, and sometimes that belt just, and you don't get that last little snap. And I think that, you know, he just didn't snap in it all the way. That's just my opinion. I don't know. But at the end of the day, I would prefer that they just come out and say, hey, you know, I screwed up. I don't think I had my belt cinched all the way tight. There was no fault of the belt. There was no fault of this, or it didn't have the flap on it, you know. Just come out and say, hey, I screwed up, you know. I just wish people would do that more, and then you would know. Help the next guy. You know, it's just like with this fuel line deal for me. It was like, I'm going to show you what happened. I'm going to show you what happened to my feet, and I'm going to show you the belt, the, um, uh, the uh, 
hose. And, and one I'm going to show and I'm going to show you lines that can't do that. Exactly. One of these days when I get everything up and running with bulldog safety and performance, I'm going to pull the hoses out. These are what we make. And this is what happened to me. And this cheap piece of crap hose is what bit me and cost me a, a long time and some ugly feet. Are so, those hoses still pretty much intact? Oh yeah, I've got all the hoses off of it. I still got the ugly one. I've got my uniform hanging in the shop. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, I've got it all. I didn't know yeah, how much the fire. I didn't yep. know how much the fire got those hoses. Oh no, that was fine. I, like I said, I mean, most of the car was absolutely perfect, intact. When I got out of the hospital and I finally got out a few weeks later and got out of the house and went out and looked at the race car, I was just amazed by the very minimal damage. You know how how. How expensive a part is that hose that uh, was faulty, and how much are uh, the more the safer hoses? Um, so I mean that that hose that was on there, you know, the two fittings piece of hose, seventy five bucks. No, push lock stuff. You got about you know thirty forty bucks in it. Uh, any any fitting, <laughs> if unless they were straight fittings, uh, anytime you ask a fitting to turn a corner, they get they double yeah, the price. This but... one was just two straights. You oh, know, geez. nothing special. It was just. You know, thirty dollars worth of hose and fittings, and yeah. you know, when you upgrade, you're going to spend you know seventy five, eighty bucks, you know, for that same piece of hose. But it's something that you you won't have to replace. If you take care of that kind of hose, you just don't replace it. And you can make those hoses, and yes. if one of our Not listeners, today, but very soon, if one of our <laughs> listeners in Australia wants one, you could ship it. Yes. Okay. Yep, we can do anything we want. So. It's going to be some so really just, good hose. So just tell Jimmy what it is that you need. He'll make it. Yep. Put it in the Pony Express. And On its way. Give so him, give can, him a credit card. How can people get a hold of you for, for the Bulldog safety? Um, just go right on the on the Facebook page. Um, okay. There's a link with my phone number in it. Um, should be right there for you guys. Okay, we'll even uh, we'll share the logo so you know you get to the right place. Get that one. There we go. Boom. Bulldog safety and performance. And that logo was um, my buddy Custom Cuz out of uh, South Africa did that logo really? for me. Really? Yeah. South Africa. He did, yeah, so the, the dirt car graphics that I uh, released here like uh, about two weeks ago, he did that as well. So, And then my other friends, Jacques and Joe Marie, that uh, have a graphics company are doing all the stickers and all the logos and all that stuff for me and going to send it over here probably within a week. And you're sending hoses over to them? soon as they want it. Oh yeah, we've already been working on stuff. So yeah, there was another one that we did. We uh, we did some business with was uh, Kaiser Racing Wheels. Um, I had called those guys and did some work with them on uh, some hot rod wheels for my buddy um, on a little right-hander um, four-cylinder car. And uh, everything turned out really good. And then it was like one thing led to another. And now I'm a dealer with uh, Kaiser Wheels. So that was just uh, kind of a benefit that I didn't know happened and then all of a sudden it was like hey what about this as a possibility and boom it was it happened so well, that's pretty cool yeah it was just strange things happen and, with and all pretty this. much all types of aluminum racing wheels yeah we can do just about anything yep okay so what uh, after your experience last year what would you consider the most important safety feature on a race car all of them. <laughs> no, that's, it could be true. Yeah, right? I mean, there isn't one that you can say is more important than the other. I mean, you know, we've always looked to overlook stuff over the years. You know, I mean, it was like guys didn't run headrests. They didn't run a roll cage. I mean, you know, all these little things Wait, over the years. What guys didn't run roll cage? That was like pre-1950, wasn't it? Yeah, my grandpa. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's it. Really? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I mean, those guys had, there's, had there's a, just had so many little, things. They had to have a wheelbarrow. A little to, hoop that kind of 
if he scrunched down. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, I mean, over the years, you just learn. I mean, it was like we didn't run, you know, headrest, and we didn't run, you know, you know, the containment, containment seats. seats, and then you know, just all these things progress over the years, and you just learn. And the, the next thing now is is the fire suppression systems, and you know, but all more the than likely, all, all the personal safety equipment wouldn't have done anything because all they were is a wick, pretty much, yeah. Because the alcohol soaked mm-hmm. in, and and it was funny because I've talked to so many guys that said. I've done the same thing, you know. Barry, you were talking about it just a little bit ago. He used me as his go-to for his driver's meetings the next few weeks, and over a one-month span right after that happened, he had two different scenarios where two different drivers pulled off and went either to the infield and shut the car off and went to the safety crew, and one guy went over towards um, another safety area and just shut their cars off, and they were like, I would have never thought about doing that and just drove my right back to the trailer like normal until you sat there and told us about Jimmy. So he that, called me twice. He sent me messages <laughs> like, "I'm dude, I'm telling you. I says, I'm using you, and it's working. So shut the freaking car off. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you're talking, we've been talking about all everything you can do to the race cars. Is there things that the local tracks can do? Are there areas you think they need to step up? Um. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't a fire extinguisher near where I was at, you know, and I came off the racetrack and, you know, that was just a, that was a bummer for me because I was going to where I knew there was people to help me because, you know, it was so early in the evening, you know, that there just wasn't a lot of people placed around the racetrack and, you know, I was new to that facility, so I didn't have any idea where stuff was, but I knew that if I went towards the exit, I would be okay and, and unfortunately that wasn't there, but, you know, we've talked about water cannons, buckets of water, I, you know, suggested you know, having a couple 55-gallon drums down there, you know, with a couple of buckets. So, I mean, if somebody did know where to go, even a 55-gallon drum with no lid on it, I could have jumped there. You know what I mean? (laughs) So there's so many things that you can have in your brain as a race car driver or, you know, somebody that's just working in the infield and says, you know, hey, I just seen what's going on there. One, they've got water cannons, which squirt a long distance, um, but even just some buckets, you know. So uh, do you have any more procedures uh, or anything scheduled anymore? Are you done seeing doctors for your feet? Yeah, actually, I know it sounds weird, but I quit seeing the doctors just because the last few times I went in there um, to the clinic to see them, they were just, you know, come in, look at your feet, said, all right, cool, take a picture or two. and You're doing fine. Yeah, you're on your way, so I just kind of quit going. And uh, so far, so good. Um, I hope I don't have to have any procedures. Like I said, the biggest thing is, is just getting my toes to work properly. You Phys- have to do physical any- therapy. Yeah, I was going to ask if, if you had that. Probably, but <laughs> it's, you know. <laughs> but so, you, you so you're not doing doctor. any right now then? Not at the moment, no. Okay. Um, but when you stretch them the way they are right now, they're just, it, it, it pulls like all the way up at the top of your ankle, that whole piece of skin all the way across the top of your foot, all the way down to your kind of knuckle jam area right there. It pulls everything really hard and really tight. So it doesn't, I mean, it just doesn't move. So. Well, and, yeah. and in a fire, the tendons shrink, tendons shrink too. So it's like it's, a shrinky dink. It's, it's not just the, the skin that. <laughs> yeah. I don't exactly know what all happened. I just know that they pulled and they hurt. And, uh, you know, when I walk around barefoot is when I notice it the most, but that's when it pulls the most. So it's more comfortable to just keep shoes on. So have you been back in a race car since? I mean, even just a um, I saw it go down the road. Yeah, well, we fired the dirt car off here about two weeks ago. Um, 
kind of got that one. And, you know, funny story. I was, I told my dad, I was like, yeah, I was a little bit nervous on that one. He goes, you were? And I'm like, well, didn't you see did me? You, did you look at the fuel line <laughs> first? Dude, I, I went over the fuel line <laughs> with a wrench about six times. Okay. <laughs> Every single line on that race car, I went over about six times. So, um, yeah, I mean, I've talked to other guys. Um, I've got a, a good buddy out in Montana, another McCune, Jeremy, um, who helped us out of here a few times over the year. And uh, he was burned as well. And he just said, you know, it's going to take you a, a race or two to just kind of get all the gremlins out of your head and, you know, just kind of get back to your get back to your own self and just uh, we're, we'll gas it up and kind of see where we're at. So you, you're uh, eyeballing uh, Waynesfield. Is that going to be uh, your first race? I back? hope so. Okay. That's kind of where I've been. Wayne County? Wayne County. Oh, Wayne, sorry. I'm sorry. No, Waynesfield. Yeah. Wayne, so. Wayne County. Sorry, that's a little further, isn't it? Yeah. Over near Cleveland? Yeah, ish. somewhere south. Big money, though. That area. Yeah. Big yeah. money, though, what, for a uh, weekly show. Is it just a weekly show you're going to be? Yeah, they just run every Saturday night. Okay. Yeah. So, yep, they run every night through April, and we don't really have much going around here till the end of April, 1st of May, so. What I'm about kinda, Attica? Yeah, I don't belong there yet. <laughs> <laughs> did, they, did you lose somebody? Are we having an Amber alert? Yeah, Amber, Amber's in trouble again. Oh. oh yeah. Yep, I'm, I'm getting an Amber alert. Okay. Well, there's an Amber alert, so if you see this person, go ahead and contact authorities. Um, so is, is Wayne County, is that uh, all that you have planned this year? You're going to do some must-see, get back on the pavement, uh, any – where yeah, else? we're working on uh, on the asphalt car right now. I'm going to st- hopefully start assembling that this weekend. And, uh, yeah, we're planning on running a whole must-see schedule. Um, we're just going to kind of fill in dirt and go play and learn that stuff as we go through the season. And um, biggest thing for me was just getting back in the car, getting back on the dirt, just kind of getting those gremlins out of my head and, you know, get just get the cobwebs out, man. I, I've been dying to get back in a race car, and it was like, all right, you know, Dirt is the earliest it's going to be. You know, we don't even run till uh, I think it's May 20th with the asphalt car. So, um, yeah, just getting out there and getting a few races under my belt is goal at this point. Have you 500 this year? No, um, we'll be at uh, Birch Run running a double show Friday, Saturday night. Uh, All right. Double up there. So, yeah, with Mussy. Have you run uh, Wayne County then before? No, never even been there. Looked at it online. So you're going to try and get shake off the cobwebs at a track you've never been to? Yeah, why not? Okay. Yeah. You know how many times we've done that over our life? Every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one of them you had to have a first time. So, so that's true. Um, but, yeah, no. So a good buddy of mine from Quarter Midgets, uh, Rob Cheney, I, he's retired now, but we ran into his dad down at Volusia County when my dad and I went down there, and he's like, man, you got to come over and see us and come over and run and you know, he says, we're just getting enough cars to fill the field over there. And he says, you get laps. And, you know, that's the biggest thing for me is just getting laps and getting comfortable. All right. How many sh- how many races did you have in last year before you got hurt? And, and last year was the first transition year from strictly pavement to mixing them up. Yeah. So like I said, we got three. Well, I shouldn't say that was the third night. So we really only got uh, one full night in. Um at, or we went to Fremont, and it was just kind of like uh, I hadn't been on dirt. What am almost, I doing? Yeah, almost 30 years have been on a, a dirt wing car. Actually, I just watched a video on uh, Flow, and it was uh, me running Dwight Reeling's car, which I was running dirt at that time with that same car, but we were at IRP, and it said I was 17 years old. Oh, my. And, you know, that was 30 years ago. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was. it Kinda was uh, trade secrets out there. 
I know, right? A couple of our listeners so, can do math. Yeah, there's. <laughs> we all know how old I am. <laughs> but yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna do some dirt. And we're gonna do the asphalt and uh, just what try other, to have some fun. Uh, what other uh, dirt tracks you think mm. you might hit this year? Um, we'll probably go back to Butler. Okay. You know, we're gonna stick close to home and you know just kind of go play. Once I think the season starts up there, we'll probably just kind of go up there and play and you know see what kind of improvements have been made. So the dirt's going to be play. Is uh, are things going to be a little more serious uh, on the asphalt? You're going to be running for that. Well, I'm serious about everything. But okay. The dirt is just me learning. So. All right. Let, let me ask it this way: Are you going to be running for the championship anywhere? With Mussy, yeah. Okay. But like I said, I've never even in the five that we won, I never ran for a championship. So <laughs> I race to go for the wins. I don't really, you know, whatever that whatever happens falls into place, and you know, we'll let that be. So in any of the, your championships, you've never looked at the the standings and. Only reason I looked at them is because people kept talking to me about them. <laughs> but I don't run for championships. Scott, even the cup guys nowadays are running dirt to sharpen their skills, so it's something yeah. he's got to do. It'll make him better on pavement. That's what I felt like. I thought, you know, no matter what, you know, I, no matter what I do, this is going to help everything that I do. You're the Kyle Larson of Mussy Racing. Uh, just, just Jimmy. <laughs> just Jimmy, the bulldog. There you go. Would you run a, a sprint car in the dirt at Bristol? You're not um, ready for that yet. Probably not ready for that, but I mean, we did Bristol already with the sprint car. We did were you? way faster. Yeah. On the asphalt? Yeah, with the wing car. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. know all that. Yeah. When we went down there with Must See, they went 12 7 for the track record. So, yeah. We were about a second faster than the dirt. And guys. you've got that track record? No, not me. Oh. No. How fast were you? We, as far as Must See does. Yeah. Okay. But that was Brian Gerster. But yeah, no. What, what was um, your time? I don't know. We struggled a lot with engine trying to get it to run. Um, we did some testing down there, but I mean, you know, I don't. I think we finished somewhere around ninth or whatever. But that's got to be some yeah. incredible speed though on those cars. It was fun, but it was boring. It was like <laughs> it was so fast and so smooth that it was almost boring. Not Another me. Amber alert. That's not me. Oh. Another <laughs> Amber alert. That's the camera. Uh, I guess that's uh, what I get for using cell phones as cameras. <laughs> well, your your next race, your first race um, back is uh, Wayne County. and What's that? When the weather breaks. When the weather breaks. <laughs> but uh, shooting for the beginning of April. Yes. Is it, is it not next weekend, but the weekend after, probably? Yeah, this weekend, weekend was supposed to be there, tune-up for, you know, yeah. shakedowns, and then the following week would be race. And you're ready to go then with the with the dirt car? Yeah, the car's pretty much ready. I'm just waiting on some stickers right now, but it's been sitting there for about two weeks, ready to go. So, hopefully, we got everything in place. All right. Well, when you get there, you gotta uphold the Hammer Down Racing Report tradition and pick Ooh, up the that's wheel. Right. Well, and he knows yeah. about that. Yeah. He may have forgotten, but we've told him before. You weren't you weren't on the show the week before the fire, were you? No. Okay. That no. was not. Our but it fault. was that wasn't us. nothing to do with it. It was fairly close. It was fairly close because <laughs> you guys talked to me right before I went dirt racing because you were like, "Are you really?" That's going right. Dirt yeah. Racing? Yeah. And then you know, a few weeks later, here we are. Well, <laughs> there's too much of a cushion there to blame us. You can't. Yeah. No. We're good. Right. We'll be fine. Well, Jimmy, uh, good luck on that, and uh, good luck with the bulldog safety and performance uh, deal. Sure. Are you gonna build that out anymore? Are you gonna have like a website or anything, or is that just gonna be? Right now, just, we're just kind of taking it as it goes yeah. and, you know, just kind of flying by the seat of our pants to see how everything goes. What's the been the, the reception so far? I mean, have you gotten a lot yeah, of Yeah, everything's uh, been interest? good. I mean, it's just hard to push stuff. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, you're pushing stuff out on Facebook and, you know, just kind of shove it in front of everybody's face, you know, as often as possible. Just keep a reminder and let them know what we're doing, what we're about, and, uh, you know, try to help guys out. You know, that's the main goal. It's just 
help guys. You know, oh, it's yeah. all, you know, safety oriented. So, you know, which I also didn't plug the part of the Penske shocks, but we are doing Penske shocks. We do parts sales and service. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we've, we've done that. I've done Penske shocks my whole life, but you know, now I've actually taken it a little bit step further of, you know, selling parts and, you know, pieces and doing some rebuilds. And you know, I've got uh, a buddy of mine over in the UK, just won all three, all three races last weekend on a shock tune-up that we just gave him. We built him some shocks last year and sent uh, three sets to him and wasn't quite happy with them. And uh, we did some little tune-up changes over, uh, over the winter here. And I gave him the stuff that he needed to fix them uh, when we were actually down at Volusia because him and his family had flew over and we met and hooked up at Volusia there and watched some racing and stuff. And he went back and made a couple more adjustments on that tune-up that we gave him and just cleaned everybody's clock. And they haven't done that in, since the 80s, they said. Nobody's done what he did. So, you do, do, you stock, cool. do you do stock car? We do shocks? anything. Yep. Late model shocks? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yep. We do it all. I've got Penske shocks on my car. Yep. Maybe that's my problem. Maybe you need Penske shocks. Maybe I do. I don't know. We can do it. I did, I did mean to ask you, though, uh, with uh, some of the rules that the, the fire suppression rules is of, like, the World of Outlaws, All-Stars, all that, I'm assuming you're, you're 100% behind that? Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. SPA, we were the first company to be certified okay. for the Outlaws. So, yeah, we're... We're ready to rock and roll. Yeah, we're ready to rock and roll for a while. <laughs> and, and what do you say to those that uh, complain of the costs? Um, it's a lot look better. at his feet. Look, look at my feet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can sit there and tell you that all day long, but I'm going to tell you one thing: the just the pain and suffering is it, it was just horrible. I mean, I wouldn't want anybody to deal with this. I mean, even if it's a burn on your leg or your arm, fingers, man, just burns. You know, are good. For it's a thousand like the bucks. Worst fear of a- and it, our system doesn't cost that much for for a thousand bucks. We spend that, you know, all too often, and on way dumber stuff. So, and how how long do those seriously. how long do those last? Um, get it recertified every couple of years. Okay, yeah. it's something you can get oh, yeah. recertified. Okay, yep. I don't our know systems about re recertify our own systems. Yep. So so you can do that then. Mm-hmm. Yep, but it has to be an SBA system. We don't do other brands. Okay, that's fair. Yep. All right, uh, let's move on to a little bit of news here. Really? Is that, is that acceptable? Yeah. 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 There's news? A little bit. Just just that much. Oh, okay. we got to give away some pizza, too. Before we do that, though, i got to mention uh, DCR Graphics. Uh, once again, these guys, they made... Uh, they do more than this, I should say. They do big cars. Yeah, they do real cars, not just toy cars. But they do do toy cars, too. Um, yeah, so uh, full wrap starting at 350 bucks. You know, this is the season where uh, a lot of the graphics guys are getting busy, need need something done. Give uh, DCR Graphics a call. They're locally owned and operated. They'll come out, by the way. He did want to be pointed out. They will come out and do okay. the wrap wherever you are. You can All bring right. it to them, whichever. They're they're pretty open on that. Uh, they also specialize in banner stickers, diecast, and T-shirt designs. Uh, they can do graphics for any kind of car, sprint cars. Late models, modified, stock cars, compacts. And, uh, yeah, he, he'd even do a 35 for for your car. Really? For your, your little daily driver car, yeah. Ooh. Then you might drive too fast. And you, is your wife back yet? No. So there's still time to do it. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, here we go. Uh, if, uh, if it can be measured, they can do the graphics. Call or text DCR Graphics at 419-308-9523. And you can check them out on Facebook at facebook.com slash DCR Graphics. And uh, Ryan Miller Race Cars. Give him a call at 734-856-7223. That's 
race. There you go. I'm just waiting for it. Sorry. I'm race cars. A little slow on that one. <laughs> race cars, parts, safety, equipment, service, uh, seat belts. That's the one. Uh, harness, safety harness, not really seat belts, I guess. That'd be weird. Uh, anything, uh, give him a call, 734 7223 And uh, any uh, updates on the Oakshade Hall of Fame? You've done, have you done anything on that? It's kind of, I'm putting you in I charge of it. I didn't know that the ball was in my That's, court. I'm kind of putting one. you in charge of that. No, no one in like hi, no one in higher management has said, has said, Hey, let's run with this. So, Oh, Oh, is that should. what we're waiting for? You yeah. should just run with it. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it. It's better. It's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. And what are they going to say? No, we don't like those old time racers. Well, we, we get, we'd have to have a place to put some of the memorabilia, you know? Uh, yeah, maybe we can get somebody to donate a building or something. Yeah. yeah. Latest racing news. Uh oh. Yeah, we got a little bit of racing news here. Uh, we talked a little bit about this uh, earlier. One of the cautions in the Xfinity race this past Saturday led to a frustrated Josh Williams to make an unusual exit in the uh, first stage, leaving his car parked on the start finish line. A uh, yellow flag flew after debris came off Williams' uh, number 92 Chevrolet, and he was ordered by NASCAR to park his vehicle. A uh, frustrated Williams parked his car on the uh, checkered start finish line, climbed out, and walked toward his pit crew. Were the they specific in, tell- to the in, in telling him where to I, park? I don't it? know if they said take it to the garage or just park they it. It will be in the future. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what the word, wording was. Uh, uh, but uh, he was. Uh, uh, Williams was taken to the infield care center, then escorted to uh, his team hauler without speaking to reporters. Um, he has since uh, been, uh, I think he was on the Dale Jr. download. I haven't had a chance to hear that, but uh, here's what happened if you missed it. Fine. So, you, you know, you got that bear bond, and because it's so cold, that will just not stick as well in the colder conditions. There he is, climbing out, so walking toward the infield. We saw him I like it, with though. With it taped up, then we saw it all wrinkled, and, and then we saw Great it, it disappeared. Plan. What's and that? And then we got Great the caution for debris, and you know, we assumed it was line. because uh, some of that bear bond had come off the 92. Well, and, uh, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> that wasn't a finger. That was it was a peace sign. Yeah. So, I mean, he wasn't doing yeah, anything bad. I but had, I had heard reports early that, that he kind of flipped off the. Flagman, I did not. He even did the, the little heart symbol thing yeah, in yeah. one of the cameras. Said, yeah, Denny Hamlin offered to pay for any fines for him, and as far as I heard, there's no fines, but he has been suspended for one race. He's parked for a week. So, yes. Maybe he'll go park his car in the start-finish line at uh, Coda. Uh, no, he's got someone filling in, driving for him for this week. Uh, uh, for uh, just the NASCAR All-Star Race at North Wilkesboro coming up on May 21st, Kevin Harvick will bring back the number 29 with a throwback paint scheme to the design he used when he won in uh, just his third career NASCAR Cup Series start on March 11th back in 2001. Wow, that was a long time ago. Wow. Uh, at, that was at Atlanta Motor Speedway when he drove for Richard Childress Racing. Harvick uh, wasn't just driving any race car when he won at Atlanta. He was driving the race car that less than a month earlier had been piloted, 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 piloted by the Kenneth. late Dale Earnhardt. Um, well, he was pilot. No, it was piloted by Dale Earnhardt because he wasn't late right. at that point. That would be awkward. Uh, Hendrick uh, Motorsports and College Racing will appeal. We, I think I mentioned this last week on the show, the, the L2 penalty issued by NASCAR following the uh, confiscation, confiscation of uh, hood louvers 
we just need to end the show. I can't talk anymore. Uh, that were found on the four Hendrick cars uh, in the number 31 Chevrolet at uh, Phoenix Raceway. Uh, Denny Hamlin has also changed his mind and is also going to his uh, appeal his penalty for his rough driving uh, when he got involved with Ross Chastain there it's at Phoenix. Hen- I wonder if it's Hendricks and, and colleagues uh, still their contention that those parts are as they w- received them from the vendor. I don't know. I did see. A, was watching a little bit of the race on Sunday, and uh, um, what's his name, Clint, in the the booth uh, had mentioned okay. that Boyer. Yeah, that that would be an interesting. Uh, the proceedings for that would make for some interesting television. Yes, it would. Yeah, so, but I haven't heard anything on how that. It'd going. be cool if Hammer Down was there covering it. it sure, let's send a, a reporter there. What what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing, Ron? You you busy? Uh, Cobra Racing Tires has been making tires for go karts for twenty five years. Have you guys heard of Cobra Racing Tires? Yep. I had not. Yep. Um, now they're getting into full size size uh, pavement stock car racing tires selling for $179 each and available for eight and 10 inch wheels. 13 inch wheels are in uh, development. Kingsport Speedway promoter, uh, Kingsport Speedway in Tennessee, uh, the promoter there, Vern Deal contacted Cobra after he was told he could not get tires for his uh, driver's practice. Uh, There are six more tracks on a waiting list as Cobra seeks to expand its supply uh, but it doesn't sound like Cobra will be working on any dirt track tires in the immediate future. What do you think about uh, another tire manufacturer getting involved in things, trying to fill a gap? Is that going to uh, create problems, or uh, is that a good thing? Scott, I, I think that the economy has driven the tire prices up where we will probably be seeing more of that. Um, I, I know that the big guys are pretty proud of their stuff. Yeah, that's the problem. But then you got to get the racetracks to be on board with going with. Oh, the absolutely. Brand. But that's the biggest problem. You know, that's what I see. It's hard to get those guys. You know, when there's money funneled funneled into the racetrack, it's hard to get guys to dwindle away from that money to help the racer. What you're thinking that the big guys actually funnel, funnel money into facilities and sanctioning bodies? Huh? Yeah. Who'd have thought? I know, right? <laughs> But it would be great. I mean, there's a there was a uh, a sprint car tire out of uh, Australia that they were running there for a little while. But you know, it's hard to get. Well, the one out of Australia was actually a Chinese, Chinese tire. one. Yeah, I remember. Is that what it was? Yeah, okay. we had covered that a little bit. Okay, I haven't heard anything more on that. Uh, it yeah. went kind of quiet. Yeah. Uh, on Monday, it was announced that the uh, XR Super Series postponed the Spring Thaw 1000 at Volunteer Speedway. Uh, that was scheduled for tonight through Saturday due to unfavorable weather. I'm so sick of saying unfavorable weather. Uh, the event will now take place April 13th through the 15th. Um, also due to unfavorable forecasts for Friday and Saturday, the 11th annual Thaw Brawl at Davenport Speedway in Iowa has been postponed. A makeup date is being worked on. Uh, Chevrolet announced that they are ending production of the sixth generation of the Chevrolet Camaro at the conclusion of the 2024 model year. Remains to be seen what manufacturer will enter in NASCAR competition in the future. Chevy can uh, use the Camaro and NASCAR through the 2024 season. Uh, the final six-generation uh, Camaros will come off the assembly line in January. In January. 2024. And, and I think that's probably why they ended production in January. So, so they, they could keep using that. They, yeah. There's just not many cars left anymore. I mean, the only yeah. car manufacturers that make cars are mostly 
the foreign cars at this point because all the American, I mean, other than a few, all American automakers are making SUVs, SUVs. and they're all like, they all look the same. They just got a different emblem on them. Are we going to see that? Is it going to be a new series? The SUV, NASCAR SUV series. Econo boxes. <laughs> NASCAR electric. Well, that too. That's yeah. coming. Oh, I mean, it's all coming. Not interested, Jimmy. Exactly. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> uh, do you That's think, the time to retire. Are they going to make a, a what, will, what will Chevy do? Well, I don't know. It said they were ending the Gen, Gen yeah, 6. Yeah, they are going to make another Camaro. Maybe they're going to make a Gen 7 Camaro. In time for the 2025 season? I don't know. All right. Maybe it's already in the pipeline. I, I'm just you throwing need to that out there. Use I don't your connections. Know. Find out what's going on. Yeah, okay. Uh, what's going to report that Winston Speedway, 3-8-mile uh, uh, dirt oval in Rothbury, Breaking uh, news, Michigan, it's for sale. was for sale. No, it was uh, for sale, was... but now we do have some breaking news uh, just before we came on here. Uh, I got so many feet pictures, I couldn't find the breaking news graphic. There we go. <laughs> breaking news music. Winston Speedway has been sold. Scott and Pam Phillips have purchased the Speedway. Their planned opening night is April 21st. They are diligently working on rules, classes, schedules, sponsors, and more. A driver's meeting for pit spots and registration uh, will be coming soon. I'm telling you, Scott, if it's sold for what I read is the asking price. 200000 That was a smoking deal. That, I don't think you could replace price. the grandstands for that. No, I thought that was let, a misprint alone, when I read that. Wow. 200000 I think it was uh, 32, 30, no, it's more. Was it 32 acres? Yeah. Two parcels, something like that. Yeah. I, I don't know if it came with all the equipment as well. I understand there was no equipment, no and they're working on that. Well, then maybe they, that. But they hope to have it open by their advertised, I think it was April 21st opening date. Yes, that is what they're looking for. So, uh, And finally, uh, as far as news goes, NASCAR Cup Series driver Kyle Busch will compete in the uh, 20000 to win Kyle Larson Late Model Challenge at Volunteer Speedway. Uh, that's coming up before uh, the Bristol Dirt deal that's going to be on thursday april 6th driving a so, dirt late model provided weeks by from brandon tonight. overton it'll be interesting could be a good car yeah if brandon overton offered a decent you, chance it's going to be a good ride what's that decent chance yeah. it's going to be a good ride yeah if brandon <laughs> offered you a uh, dirt late model ride would you take it yeah okay well, yeah. yeah i'll okay. drive anything Come okay on. <laughs> all right i was just making sure uh um, race with the kids this summer in the go-karts I'm probably not going to. Oh no, no, we're going to leave it up to them. Let them do the carding stuff. I tried. There's room too in busy. the trailer for one more. Oh, I did, and we did, but it's just too much, too much hassle too trying much. to take care of them. Trying to be and a myself. crew chief. And I'm like, and... no, it's good. They can have Friday night. We'll uh, we'll just play on Saturdays and Sundays. No uh, hammer down uh, hotline playback. No messages uh, this really? week. But uh, if for some reason you want to call, leave a message. Text four one nine three one eight three zero eight one. That's four one nine. 318-3081 call text anytime day or night. Comment and on if how, you don't comment on how gross the yeah. uh, pictures were that we gonna used tonight. Make you look at this. We'll just have a little rough. A little rough. <laughs> a little rough. <laughs> uh, um, uh, how does it, is it looking at those pictures? Does that make you nauseous at all? Or no, dude, I had they they were attached to me. Okay. <laughs> That's true. They are, and they still are attached. Yeah, to it, yeah. No, a little better. no, it doesn't bother me. Okay. Uh, how about we give away uh, some pizza? Big D's pizza. Like a plan. I was hungry. Are you? All right. Uh, yeah, we got this right here. How many?
Yep, that was kind of quick, but that works. Uh, this week's how many? Uh, well, last week's how many was how many uh, World of Outlaws were going to be at Williams Grove on Friday night? That <sighs> show was canceled, so that number turned out to be zero. Uh, so we had uh, a three-way tie for uh, people who picked zero. So we're going to have to spin the big D's Who was the wheel. studio winner, Scott? Oh, yeah, I kind of skipped that, didn't I? Well, seeing as how I picked 32 and you decided to one under me, just in case. Figuring the weather was going to be a factor, Mr. yeah. Mr. Miller uh, picked 31, so he was closest of, of us. So uh, let's find out who's going to get the pizza. Oh, and look at one of those. It's uh, Dean Henry, who really? owns Big D's Pizza, was one of the uh, people to cr- guess correctly. So You'd think he knew something about motorsports. Yeah, we may have to spin this uh, one more time. If, Extra uh, spin. Yeah. If, Sorry, Dean. If it comes up red, because he can get free pizza whenever he wants. I think it's going to come up red now. All right, two out of three. We're going to have, going to, have to spin this again. Yep, all right. Let's remove Dean. Here, here we go. Now for the actual winner. Dean's always a winner. It's going to be... Matt Swander. There it is. Matt Swander gets himself free pizza from Big D's. 30 days to claim it. He usually uh, donates them to... Um, first responders out there, which uh, Dean does actually give those to the first responder. Doesn't just say it. He actually does it. So we'll see if uh, Matt decides to take it this time or not. Matt needs to make take the a drive from, yeah, from Indiana. To, it's definitely worth it, yeah. It is. He could go eat it with the first responders. Plan it on a race night. Yeah. Um, so this week's how many? Chance to win Big D's pizzas. How many World of Outlaw sprints we're going to do? World of Outlaw sprints again uh, are going to be at Magnolia on Saturday night, Ooh, man. which hasn't canceled yet that I know of. So uh, you have to guess first, there, sir. Oh, I do. Um, World of Outlaw sprints at Magnolia. I'm going with thirty-two. That was my number last week. That's right. Then I'm going with thirty-one. <laughs> It's going to bite you, Scott. I don't know. Uh, Jimmy, you want in on this? You're not going to win anything. Where is that track? I believe it's uh, Missouri, Mississippi, Missouri. Missouri, Missouri, 36. (laughs) We're going to go with the local boys and the outlaws. You're probably going to make us look bad. If uh, you want a chance to win a Big D's Pizza, put your guess in the comments of our uh, Facebook Live and – uh, or, or our YouTube live, you can put it there as well. Just put a number. That's all you need to do. We'll, uh, Mississippi, Dave. Thank you. I knew it was one of the M, M places. Okay. Um, and we'll uh, figure out who that winner is next week. Uh, you can only guess once, though, and whoever's closest will win. It doesn't matter if you go over or under yeah, or whatever. If you guess more than you get once, you get, you get a black flag. Yes, which is right there. Right be- there. Behind Jimmy there. We right got our flags. Me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll determine who gets it. We'll uh, leave these open, too. If you're listening to us on the podcast, uh, not live, you can still get in, find the Facebook Live video or the YouTube video, and put your comment in before, uh, I'll say, 4 o'clock on Saturday. Five. No, uh, they'll know it's noon. They'll know if it's going to rain. You're right. Well, I'm going to go. Well, let's go noon. Okay. Leave it open a little bit. Noon on Saturday. All right. So if you already put your uh, guess in, and if you edit your guess, that's going to get you a black flag too. I don't know if I've mentioned that before, but oh, new rule. Yeah, you have, but it's been a while. And and another rule for uh, for how many? You're starting to sound like NASCAR. I dude. know this is this is the best rule though. 
I can make a rule anytime I want. That's the new rule. Okay. I can make a new rule. <laughs> what happened at Millbridge Wednesday night? I looked for it. Uh, um, I was busy last night. I didn't get a chance. Uh, I wasn't even looking for it. I don't know if they were racing or not. I looked for it and couldn't find it. I'm sorry. That, that place becomes addicting. It's in North Carolina. It is pretty fun to watch those guys it, trading it really slide is. jobs on that little track. You ever watch uh, Millbridge? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, had you ever, have you had ever run there before? No. One of those little tiny things? No. No? Okay. Do you want to? I would. 600 okay. micro? That would be fun. Oh, bud. Yes. Oh, bud. Good times. All right. Let's check out our Big D's uh, pizza racing menu. This weekend, Big D's pizza racing menu. It was kind of stuttery for some reason. Uh, Attica was uh, supposed to start uh, this weekend. It has been rained out, and uh, the rain date for Saturday also rained out. So no racing at Attica this weekend. Uh, Too wet. Other series of action, though, they're going to try again next weekend. Other series in action this weekend, The as we mentioned, the World of Outlaw NASA Energy Drink Sprint Series. They're going to be at the Talladega Sprint Car Showdown at Talladega Short Track in Alabama Friday. That's going to be tomorrow. And uh, then it's the World of Outlaws Black Ice Brawl at Magnolia Motor Speedway in Columbus, Mississippi. Yeah, it's right here in my notes. I should have yeah. known where it was. <laughs> On uh, Saturday, also from Dave. He helps with the, the prep there. So uh, that's Saturday night. That's the one for uh, how many. And then we have uh, some NASCAR racing, the Craftsman Truck Series. Uh, actually, all three top series are going to be at the uh, Circuit of the Americas. Uh, some road racing action. The Expel 225 for the Truck Series. That'll be Saturday at 1.30 on FS1, the Xfinity Series, uh, racing the Pit Boss 250, presented by USA Today. That'll be also Saturday at 5 p.m. on FS1. And then uh, the Cup Series in action, the Echo Park Automotive Grand Prix, uh, March 26th. That's uh, Sunday, 3.30 on Fox. And uh, is it all series that has uh, the choose cone rule, or is it just the Cup Series? No, this will be the first time that they've used the choose cone on a road course. So, but is it just the Cup Series though, or is it all the series? I think they. I think it's everybody. Okay. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I guess, and it probably would make a big difference. I'm not. I can't picture the Circuit of the Americas track and how the first corner is it to the right or to the left. Whatever you, you want to be on the inside. Yes, yeah, probably there. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, so uh, with no local racing, actually, we have no we- weekend weather pit stop uh, this week. But, uh, yeah, so that's going to about weekend pits or weather pit stop meteorologist declined. Well, he didn't decline. I just, don't, after don't, I didn't get any don't uh, blame, races. Don't blame me. He didn't decline. I didn't send him any races because we didn't have that's any to, to send this week. But uh, hopefully next week we'll have some racing next weekend and a uh, weekend weather pit stop forecast. To go along with it that'll be sunny although from what i'm i heard uh just tonight uh, they were talking about the mud hens opener which is uh, a week from friday right and uh, they said it wasn't looking good that was all i heard i didn't scott if you next, remember so weekend, the weekend racing board doesn't look good for the next two weeks ah. <laughs> if you remember right when ryan weekman weekman was on our show a few years back he said this time of year when weather gets into a pattern it tends to repeat itself on seven-day cycles. I think we need to uh, reject Mother Nature and substitute it with our own forecast. Sunny and 85 tomorrow. There we go. And Saturday. Somewhere. 86. Somewhere. Perfect. Partly cloudy. A little breeze. 
Thanks to Dave, uh, camera associate producer, and our contributors, Matt Swander, John Young, Doug Duck, and uh, Bob Stazak. Make sure to like us on Facebook. Follow us on uh, Twitter at Hammer Report. Follow us on YouTube. Listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And, uh, of course, check us out at HammerdownRacingReport.com. Uh, and make sure to rate and review us. Share us with your friends. I probably should have said at the beginning, share us yeah. with your friends. That would have made more sense, but uh, whatever. And, uh, again, if you're listening to us on the uh, the podcast and, and at the video version, if you want to see uh, Mr. McCune's feet, you can uh, scroll back through. This video will be on there. <laughs> yeah. But, you uh, don't have to. You, 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 I wouldn't do it if you're getting ready to eat dinner or lunch. Breakfast may be okay. Yeah. I don't know. Unless you're having bacon. That might not be good. And we've got to think... We've got to thank Jimmy the Bulldog McCune for hanging with us for the whole show. Absolutely. And if uh, you need uh, safety equipment, make sure to uh, give Bulldog safety. Fire extinguishers as well. Fire extinguishers as well. Yep. Do you refill them too? Yeah, we can service them with everything. Full service. Yep. And uh, again, people can get a hold of you on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Or my daily job at Abe's. At Abe's. Yep. I'm always there. Okay. My cell phone was linked right to Bulldog uh, Safety and Promotion. All you got to do is get me up there. I do think I even have WhatsApp linked to it as do, well. Do you want to give out your cell phone number? Yeah. It's 419-467-9582. <laughs> Just give me a call anytime. There you go. Uh, thanks again to our sponsors, uh, DCR Graphics, Big D's Pizza, Oak Shade Raceway, Ryan Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Headhunters, Barber Studio and Salon. And we like uh, little gifts like this as well, so... Thanks again to DCR Graphics for that. We like T-shirts, too. T-shirts are cool, yeah. Yeah. Always. And, and DCR Graphics, they can design really? stuff for T-shirts, I'm sure. Ooh. Yeah. I'm not sure they can print them, but they can oh, at least okay. design them. Uh, if you're interested in being a sponsor of the Hammerdown Racer Report, uh, maybe we should talk to Bulldog about being a sponsor on the show or yeah. something. I don't know. Just saying. Uh, send us a message or call the uh, Hammerdown Hotline, 419-318-3081. Thanks again to uh, Jimmy for hanging with us this week. Uh, next week on the show, we will have Barry Marlowe from Great Lakes Super Sprints as they get ready to... Pretty cool. He's going to be a real busy guy this year. They got Great. the NRA uh, Sprints added uh, under the GLSS uh, umbrella. They got the traditional sprints. They got Barry's the giving up sprints. on the winter ice race this they year. They got... Uh, I think they may have had one up uh, yeah. on the river. Yeah, they had okay. a couple. Yeah. Like they had a couple scheduled, but I know the yeah. one got canceled because it was too warm. So I thought they got one. Of yeah, we'll we'll talk to we'll ask him about that next week. We'll find out. And he's week. he's got a lot of races at I ninety six scheduled as well. We're hoping to maybe run with him at I ninety six. Well, just with his series GLSS, it's a possibility. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Have you you haven't run with him yet? No, I guess you haven't done that many dirt. You burned your feet and only like, two and a, a yeah. third or a quarter. <laughs> <In> a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, next week on the show. We'll be back live seven o'clock uh, next Thursday, March thirtieth. Tune in live on Facebook, Twitter, yeah. and YouTube, and uh, we'll get out of here so he can get some food. Thanks to Bulldog Safety Equipment. There you go. A future sponsor of the show. There it is. I couldn't find the clothes. Okay, bye. See you all next you week. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. 
There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix dissecting the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato, and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.